Welcome to a new edition of Tech Comedy Life. I would say episode one, because I would say we did a, like a little reboot. So Tech Comedy Life, episode one of 2021, right? Did you get it? You see what I did there? <laughs> well, since we don't count anything that happened before 2020, this is technically the, the first year of the first episode of the first year. <laughs> first episode of the first year. So yes. that's correct. So so basically what we're trying to show is through technology and through our podcast, 2020 never happened. Yes, correct. Right. We don't yeah. talk about it. Uh, we start from the year 2021. Year one. That's it. That's the way. Episode one, Tech Comedy Life. Correct. And it has been an interesting year. Let's recap quickly, 2020, um, the pandemic. It's changed a few things. It has advanced a lot of our lives online. A lot of the things that used to happen increased online. So more online shopping, online schooling, online uh, therapy, uh, you name it, online events even. People are going to online events. They're actually having a drink as if they're at a party. My wife was doing that. They would actually grab an online bhangra. Right, they have their music. Yes. She's got yes. a like a glass, and she's like, "Oh yeah," she's like this in front of the TV, you know, or front of a, <laughs> a screen, or you know, and, and that she's live with yes. all of all her friends are in a room with her, you know, all texting yes. each other. Woohoo! Look yes. at me dance. Look at me go. You know, <laughs> that's what they were doing. <laughs> why we why we are here? Pandemic has changed. Online education. Things have moved. Things have accelerated so much that one particular thing that we took for granted for hundreds of years changed because of the pandemic. It was the increase in adoption of cryptocurrency, where people yes. said, if we can digitize and go online, if our work can be online, can't my currency be online? Can't it be detached from government and well, simply attached to me as a person? So I can use that as my currency to trade with you So for services directly, no banking, all digital, and that comes to the next step from online currency. It is the ownership of online digital media. Yes. Before we go into that, before we go into that, though, though it's like definitely there has been an increase in digital currency and 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 the migration, at least from hard currency to digital, because especially now with COVID, there is more of a risk of uh, contracting COVID if you're exchanging physical notes. I mean, for yeah. me personally, it's been months, if not a year, since I've actually held like notes or coins. I mean, coins maybe for, you know, for here and there, just odd things for parking. But otherwise, <clears throat> for the most part, everything is tapped with your card and then transactions go through. Now, with more and more uh, transactions, not just in physical stores, but also going online, there's more of a need to have your digital wallet and currencies there, like whether it's with your traditional currency or and now the evolution and, and rise of new currencies and new digital media that you can buy, uh, content that you can buy online. There's now uh, a rise in, 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 in uh, a different form of e-commerce almost, so to speak. Yes, the e-commerce, or as they call it, is the e-commerce of internet itself, rather than just an online shop to buy stuff. It's the internet itself that's up for sale. You can you can you can buy 
digital things that were created on the internet that were historically uh, popular. Uh, for example, the first tweet ever sent. Jack Dorsey yes. sent out the first tweet ever when he launched Twitter. It was sold for like $3 million or something. It's right. the tweet. It's a piece of history. right? And, and people realize, hey, if I can do that, it can extend to art. It can extend to um, anything of value that's online. Like how yes. you would collect uh, baseball cards and cricket cards. Remember, you would collect yeah. posters yeah. and all yes. these vintage cards. But now people say, why can't I collect a, a digital thing? Like something yes. from Roblox, something from Minecraft. Something from Warcraft, something from Starcraft. Oh, the gaming Blizzard industry. Yes. Yeah. Blizzard. I can't believe it. Blizzard. Yeah. No, no one's done it. What are they waiting yes. for? Uh, why? I would like to get a piece of that Protoss uh, in a certain war. Imagine all those yeah. EE games uh, where yes. there was a particular particular battle between the two of the best in the final, and there was a quintessential battle that happened. And people want to buy that game. Blizzard could sell it, and and, and it will go to Blizzard and also the two players. See, imagine there's there's revenue sharing happening here, so there's more incentive for esports now. Yes, yes, hundred percent. Like the same way that Marvel and comic culture has 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 risen, especially in the last five to ten years, its mm. uh, physical commodities or collectibles have become a, a massive industry on its own. Uh, even like uh, I mean, gaming cards and uh, certain limited edition, like and it has to be also of value, right? And and that's part of the kind of contract is that the community has to find this this object or this particular thing something of value, which is why it becomes a collectible, like a mm. even a car of, of certain like not just every old car is now a collectible. It's mm. it's a certain type of uh, of car that has certain taste that everyone agrees yes. upon. Is like, okay, yeah. well, this is definitely something of value, so let's put a price to it, and it's going digital now, more in yeah art form, like mm. even music, yeah, to an extent. Yeah. Is but you see, you, you understand, the NFT is not just a digital asset. It is the digital story or the digital imprint, digital imprint of that story is what yes, you also yes, buy. Yes, yes. So, well, let's, let's unpack what NFT is for the, uh, for the unlearned, <laughs> so to speak. Yes, everyone that you just said to listen to Tech Comedy Life is uh, too stupid to know what the NFT is. Is that what you yes. just said? Like you will all learn. our listeners, <laughs> you alienated. You have alienated everyone. Uh, all yeah. three, four fans. I don't know how many fans you've got. <laughs> you, you alienated all of them. <laughs> well, especially when we have words like unlearned. Anyway, yeah. Here's the official. Is this the official definition? An NFT is a unique on-chain token representing the ownership of an off-chain asset where the token is backed by a social contract from its creator and surrounding community. Yeah. So what the hell does that mean? And the thing is, right. NFT, is NFT you've got to understand what blockchain is, first of all, before you can unpack mm. NFT. Yeah. But let's not go too deep into the technicality of blockchain. Yes. And I mean, no, no, it's, we, we don't have to. It's a lot, to, yeah. it's a lot, it's a lot to unpack, and so, so many yeah. people have done it. What we want to do is talk about NFT itself on top, yeah. which runs on blockchain. The assumption is blockchain is there. We're using blockchain. What is NFT on the blockchain? That's what we'd want to discuss, right? And NFT, first of all, stands for non fungible token. We've had NFTs before, it's just that it's now 
cool, I guess. And now it's got an acronym and it's cool now, so people call it NFT. But NFT as an object existed before. Uh, the, the, the earliest one is the domain name. If you own yes, your correct. domain name, that is a non-fungible token. Mm. Yeah. Mm, not, not in yes. the... Well, okay. By definition, by definition, <laughs> it's non-fungible because you cannot replicate your domain to anyone else. If you own a particular domain on the internet as it is, it is a unique sure. to you. No one else can own it. NFT, sure. that's okay. NFT. And like that, people say, if I can own the domain, can I own the pictures on the website? Can I own this art written uh, yes. done by this artist? Can I, can I own an art done by an AI that did the art online? People even sold. Remember Sophie? Mm-hmm. Sophie, the robot, drew Correct. an NFT apparently and sold it for like $600,000, I think. Yes. Right? That's the, the, that's what's happening, right, with, with all of this stuff. People are buying uh, the piece of history of the internet. And that is basically the definition of what you just said. You're yeah. buying a piece of history of the internet. Mm. But now the I think the whole conversation started off when you... Um, when we, we, we started talking about NFTs a week ago and then you even shared the a recent tweet thread from Naval Ravikant, who kind of summed it up very well. It's I think because this is still in the early stages of the modern NFT, not you know, the classical sense of NFTs, but the modern sense, is that it's becoming uh, a commodity of memes. Memes mm-hmm. are being yeah. uh, bought, which... <laughs> I feel it's a waste. You know, it's 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 the high part. It's it's where people make us are selling and selling memes to make money. You know, and mm. that's not where the real value sits in. There there is a true underlying value to NFTs, which can be a true game changer in 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 the, in the complete sense. And and how Naval said it is that this is this can become a truly digital. Uh, stock market, Wall mm. Street, where true digital stock can be exchanged, uh, whether it's, I mean, in, in the traditional sense, it's gold or it's uh, mm. resources, commodities, whatever it is that go through the stock exchange. Now, uh, NFTs can live and, and be exchanged through a digital stock exchange. But I see more value in, in things like, like, like you as a photographer, you you create art through photography. You can uh, capture your creatorship on that image, and no matter where it goes, you get then your due royalties. Obviously, they it, while it's still the early stages, it's it needs to be fair. It needs to be uh, a social contract, you know, where it's acceptable for everyone. Otherwise, there's no use in just creating this uh, invaluable piece of of of, of art, but nobody else is nobody is is interested in it, and that's where it loses yeah. its value. So mm. it, it's all about how fair is it, how uh, unique is it, and how uh, and how and like, it has to be limited, obviously, right? Because if there's more of it, just like any resource, then it loses value. If there's just enough uh, limited quantity, more people mm. want it, but it also has to be something that they will want. The concept of selling memes just doesn't appeal. I mean, well, we have Dogecoin as uh, that's in existence, and <laughs> that in itself is is a meme. But uh, once this hype of memes dies out, 
uh, with NFTs, I think it has true potential. It has real uh, potential to change the way that we deal with uh, selling and uh, monetizing our digital mm-hmm. content. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's changed a lot of things. I think digital digital ownership has is, is become a thing now. Yeah. Um, Yes, I mean, people did that in the past with really basic stuff, you know, like like owning domains. People own domains and sell the domains because it's valuable to another company, yes. right? Um, I did that. I bought, I had to buy the Mumsay's domain from someone else. Yeah. Someone else had it. Yes. And we bought the domain from them to use it for our business. Okay. Right? It's, it's, like, That's it's, it's like a piece of land, right? It started off with, yeah. here's a piece of land that you wanted to build something, but uh, somebody already owned it, so you want that real estate build your factory or shop so you have to buy it off somebody else or you buy it off the government whatever it is mm. now it's it's gone to domains and it's now progressing into other digital media or mediums mm. where do, where do you see well, where do you see it um, really taking off and, and having mass adoption because I think that's what what needs to really take off I, I feel it's still too much of a a niche where majority of the people think it's it's, it's a fad that will just come and go. And oh, just like anything. When computers first came out, it was, it was seen as a fad. Remember when first computers came out? And when some and the first people started buying iPods, so the first people who started sure. buying iPhones, people were like, what fad is this? And next thing you know, the world starts adopting, and next thing you know, it becomes... Yeah. Um, the problem is not, will we get more uh, NFTs in the future, or how NFTs will change, or how people are going to do crypto systems. It's going to change. It's going to evolve. Uh, the real question is, we are moving towards digitization of goods, digitization of ownership. Whether it becomes NFTs or changes, it might change. I mean, all of this stuff might just fall away. Five years' time, uh, NFT blockchain is completely fallen away, and, and another system comes along that uh, assesses digital art in, in another way. You know, it'll happen. It's going to happen. Right. So, But NFTs are are backed by the blockchain technology that they are integrated into, yeah. right? So, like, I think currently yeah. the one that's being mostly used is the one that's built on Ethereum. Now, as for those who don't know, it's like a blockchain technology is finite in terms of its uh, enumerations that it can, can handle. Mm. Now, therefore, the NFTs that are built on that technology will also be finite, until a certain point, but there are multiple altcoins out there that are already starting to build up their own uh, NFTs and uh, NFT technologies. So, hmm. what does this mean to the average Joe? What does it mean to him and her in terms of why they should be interested in NFTs? What's the selling point? Right now, the selling point of NFT. It is a beautiful experiment. So I tell people, you're going to do this because you want to experiment. You want to, you have some play money, right? Money that you can lose, that you can afford to lose. You can put in uh, money into the NFTs. You've got to pay quite a bit of money to get your art pieces registered and then have a unique token on them and then register online mm-hmm. so that if people can bid on it and, that, and then you will receive um, Ethereum or Bitcoin, whatever, whatever currency is being used from their Bitcoin wallet to your Bitcoin wallet. That's what's happening right now with a lot of art. I'm following all of these um, uh, marketplaces, OpenSea, 
There's um, there's a few others, but OpenSea is the one I know where you can go and, well, you can get stuff, digital stuff, digital drawings, digital artwork, anything you like, and you can bid so on it. Here's where I see the duality compared to the traditional sense of art because... And we're just looking at art as a as as an example, and it's not limited to just that. Look at, for example, a a very limited painting like the Mona Lisa, as an example. Very unique, very limited. We know who the painter is, uh, and a painting like that, if it gets sold, sells for millions, right? Yeah. Regardless of who the owner is or what time period it's going to be, and <laughs> even what the value of currency is going to be and what currency is available, it will still hold a high value. Now, the, the problem, or the, not the problem, but I guess the, the internet uh, is a very unstable, ruthless medium. And something that can hold value today, and this is something that we've discussed in our previous episodes, is uh, this cancel culture. Tomorrow can be completely uh, irrelevant, and value can completely drop off. Uh, yeah, and especially with something like a tweet, like so, you use Jack Dorsey's first tweet was a historic piece of um, uh, art yeah. that was sold. Uh, maybe not his first tweet, uh, but there is something else that he tweets that, or Elon Musk tweets that is like becomes another NFT uh, item that gets sold. But two weeks later or a month later, Elon Musk says something that the whole world just goes, no, 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 we've canceled you. This is ridiculous. <laughs> you, uh, you've lost it. And it then loses the value of that, right? So someone's got this asset. I think um, that applies, that applies to all volatile. art. That applies to all art. Does it? All art, yeah. Um, not, if there, if not, an art, not if as Picasso, volatile as this, though, if, right? If people, if people discovered Picasso the way they used to do Picasso, Picasso is worth millions of dollars, his paintings, right? Yes. Um, and he's quite a recent artist, um, worth millions of dollars. If, for some reason, we discover, and the, the entire world discovers that Picasso is a piece of shit, or he was a sex trader, or yeah. some <laughs> massive scandal, some scandal. you yeah. name it. Yeah. The value of his paintings might go down and people refuse to sell them. It could happen. So all of the stuff is, is, is that's why it's, it's a big experiment, but it's based on real world stuff. Just like you can buy a piece of art, you pay a lot of money for it, and then the value goes down because for some reason artist is no longer relevant or people don't care about him anymore. So the, you pay for a high price. Now if you want to sell it, it's worth less than half. It happens all the time. Mm. Usually, of course, usually art prices always go up because mm. it's art, uh, because of time, because of value, because yes. of the artistic message or, or, or the, the artist themselves. I mean, obviously, mm. big difference. I mean, if I painted something now, Boris, I don't know what it's worth. I don't know. It's so new. No one knows what it's worth. But yes. if Boris was being done right now by J.R.L. Tolkien or uh, uh, Boris is being worked on right now by by... Who's the Stephen King or any of these guys? It's going to be already worth something already from the beginning, even though it's completely right. new, because of the person that's doing it, and that's the yes. whole point. So it's all about reputation, quality of art, the, the historical value, all of this thing adds together. So look, look at the art that be, people sold, the world record, 
Beeple. Sir, yes, sir. $69 million for his 5,000-piece <laughs> artwork. But here's, here's the artistic value of it. He's been drawing once a day for 5,000 days. Yes. So people are buying that piece of story with the art. Because that's, that is a point of that, that Beeple purchase was that you cannot replicate the... I mean, you, you can't replicate the time and effort that it took for that person to create that art in a in lesser time. And that in itself is the the, the value of that that, that piece of yeah. art. Right? People being already established as well, very established on, on Instagram is massive. I didn't realize how big this guy was. Okay, uh, that's the first thing. Second thing, yes, if people had drawn one thing, it wouldn't have been like this because it's people, even though famous, it doesn't have the 5,000 days of drawing story to it it's just one piece of drawing you know yeah. so so that might might have been valued less so that's why people are buying that story in digital you are buying that it is your virtual story that you're buying your virtual real estate that you're buying who does the evaluation though and how does the evaluation come about community based it's a community just like art what is the value of art what is the why is leonardo da vinci's mona lisa so valuable who Based decided budding, that i guess Budding. But so who decided? Just like that. It's the same reason, right? Who decided that? You say, no, fuck that, Albert, 200 and then it goes up and up and up until someone says, no, mm. that's enough. Exactly. So that's our decisions are doing this in, in the real world is now applied in the digital world. So whoever wants it is... So the value of art in the digital world is in the eye of the beholder. Is that a, is that a fair system, though? Well, is the current system fair? Is the current uh, uh, system of art fair for for normal physical art I'm, and I'm painting? I'm saying it is. No, it's not. <laughs> it's the same thing, right? If 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 it's not if it's not fair in the real, it's going the same thing is going to apply here. So you're saying same okay, stuff just, is happening. It's just replicating the real world. Yes, you're replicating real world digital. Yeah, there's going to be factions. There's going to be big artists blocking small artists. There's going to be stories of some digital art being sold for too much and all the other arts got not sold at all because one guy came in and took everything. You know, all of these, all of these things are going to happen. And yes. don't forget, wait, wait until you hear the first money laundering case of NFT as, as art, the way people were money laundering with real art. Wait till that happens. It's bound to happen this year. We are going to hear about it this year. But I, I, I think the what what shocks more people is that the internet is meant to be that free medium of equal and uh, equal opportunity, uh, and with real world economics being replicated digitally, um, it's you know the the that that free platform is then is replicating real world that's already then going to cause that 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 separation of uh, those who are privileged and those who are not uh, privileged meaning those who who have that advanced information or knowledge or have access to certain resources that can you know mine faster or make buds faster or uh, they will be a a different kind of social divide on the internet I can predict that if this carries on, or if it's not, does it, should it be regulated? That's the next question. Because once these, and especially I think with with new technologies coming out, there's always the government is 
does it need to be regulated? Should it be uh, censored? Uh, does it need rules and regulations? Um, what's your thoughts on that? It's going to happen. There will be regulations. There will be there will be attempts. There will be attempts uh, at governing it because you can't keep this yeah. proper decentralized and free. I mean, you know, if they just kept it like that, people are going to be trading drugs. They're going to be trading illegal. Yes. There's going to be human trafficking businesses. You can't just uh, let it run. You have to. You have to have this to prevent people from doing that. Yes. So it's very important. Yeah. 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 Okay. So um, are you going to be turning uh, Boris and your artwork into NFTs soon? That's well, <laughs> I love it. So I, I it. remember when I said really? this is a, a meta podcast, like a meta cast. We yes. reflect within each other. So yes. there's a story right there. We, he's talking about being an NFT, where this thing is an NFT. Yes, yes, mm. yes. Uh, put the link in the in the video or the audio. Uh, with all of my podcast. artwork, because it's digital art, with all of my artwork, I'm going to attach my to each artwork. Right. Yeah. So every time you see my artwork, you'll see it. Love it, love it, love it. So here's what I know from traditional art. In traditional art, for example, Leonardo da Vinci, I, I suppose, I don't know what he did. He, he gave the painting to someone or something. Let's say he sold it. Let's say he had a price. Whatever price it is today, right, is obviously nothing compared to what it was when he first painted it. Yeah. Right? It had some value. Uh, I guess you and I could have bought it yes, with, with money. Probably. Without with today's Possibly. money, we could have probably been able to buy it. You know? But yes. considering the history, if I had to buy that today, I mean, oh my goodness, it's actually regarded as a pri- priceless painting. It has no price. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mona Lisa. I think the only painting we know of. It has no price. Here is the advantage of NFT for a digital artist. If I make Boris, right, um, and I sell it to you, digital NFT, mm. you've now got a piece of my art. I've got money, and you've got a piece of my art. And then the piece, price of art will go up and up and up, and then you decide to sell it. Right? Yes. Then you sell it at a 10 times the price. And guess what happens? You get 10 times the price on, on the NFT because you just got something that is valuable. You got 10 times mm-hmm. the return. The artist, my, me, gets there's another return every time you sell it. You get their due reward also. But that, that, uh, depends, yes. on, that depends on on how you've set it up, right? As the creator, yeah, that's, yes, it's uh, as a creator. It's my token, and I'm send, sending you my hash. So when you get yes. my stuff, it is my stuff. So yes. when you resell it, I get a commission. You resell it again, I get another commission, etc., etc., etc. And that no. is the the true function, and I think the, I would say the good liberator for artists mm. to actually try out NFT seriously. Correct, because I mean, the an artist could make the mistake of overpricing something, or yeah. taking too much compensation, and that could destroy its future as being an NFT or having that interest in the community, where that can slowly or quickly wane off, and then it's 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 worthless, you know. Uh, the the question then comes to, 
I see a definitely a future in in music artists, where mm. up and coming indie, uh, you know, independent uh, artists can create their music without the 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 red tape and bureaucracy and middleman that comes with agents, and sell the music directly to the public, fairly and with you know with fair compensation. You, know, you have. Yeah digital mediums like uh, Apple Music, for example, where you can buy tracks for a dollar. Now, mm. obviously, you have to look at what the market is offering and then uh, price accordingly. Okay, so here's where the NFT comes in. When you buy the music, you're buying a FT, you're buying a fungible token, which means yes. I can own the song, you can own it, yes. everyone else can own it. So the price is the same. That's why it's the same price. You pay $2, you pay $2. A non-fungible token would be the first master record digital copy. You get a yes. piece of the first master audio that was stored on his on his computer when he recorded that song. You own that version. It's like the original record of the singer giving you his, you know, this big vinyl record, his original yes. piece. It's like that. Yeah. Or if I give you my, remember in the olden days of photography, the... Um, the negatives. The negatives, yes, yes. The negatives yeah. would be the NFT, but all the mm. pictures that you keep producing are fungible tokens. Those are pictures that yes. can cost the same. Everyone gets a copy. But the NFT yeah. is that little copy. piece like of negative. Non-photoshopped image, yes. That negative is an NFT, potentially. And like that, digitally speaking, you would do the same. Mm. Mm. I read this interesting quote, which I, I, I think applies on... I wouldn't say summarizes everything, but here, here, here goes. This is um, an article by Crypto Daily, where the quote goes: "Invest in things that can't be collected with money. When our time is up, we cannot take the money, the fame, the cars, or our NFTs with us. Invest in health, knowledge, family, friends, because these are things that money can't buy. I'd rather be happy." than rich. People are going yes. to uh, treat this more than real human relationships. Yes, it could happen. How sad it would be if NFTs are worth more than family. How would Vin Diesel feel? No more one last ride. Yeah, because Vin Diesel keeps <laughs> keeps saying family. It's all family. 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 So I'm thinking <laughs> if he finds out about NFTs, he'll be like, not NFT. Family. That's what's going to happen in future in Fast and Furious 25 when they eventually yes. make it. It'll be like yes. it's it's not it's it, it's not NFT. It's, it's family. family. It's going to be a saying. It's going to be a saying. <laughs> it's not cars. It's not NFTs. Mm. But like I think the the first point that we made when we started off the, this episode was how. Uh, the pandemic has changed the course of technology in, in, in fast-tracking a lot of movement, digital, uh, and especially digitally, so with digital currency, digital mediums, uh, e-commerce. Hmm. But there's also been a similar uh, introspection to what is happiness, what is what, what brings meaning to you. Uh, and there's a massive drive now also to, to, to go offline because of this almost 24-7 online world that we live in. There is a massive movement 
to uh, to focus more on on, on the self, on uh, meditation, on uh, inner growth and consciousness. You know, um, so how can that live in in a world where NFTs and cryptocurrencies are are are, are the new trend? It will it will coexist. It will it will coexist. I mean, people who want digital will choose that, and people who choose the outdoors um, or the you know the meditation, the real things like human connection, human touch. Yes, they will exist and they will cherish that. I don't think one or the other is going to define a more just or happy or prosperous society. I think to be a prosperous society. We need to evolve where NFTs are used for things that are more useful in the digital world. Yes. And the real world, we use the time and energy to cultivate that instead of the other way around, where people are living in the NFT world and using the real world just to survive, just to eat, just to earn money, just to pay their rent, and then they live Mm -hmm. in the virtual world. See, that could be the other world world that could be. That's... um, that's the world in Ready Player One. That yes, yes, hundred percent, hundred percent, yes, yeah. yes, hundred percent. Well, yeah, well, the uh, Ready Player One was the uh, the essentially the first movie that that talked about NFTs. <laughs> yeah, without it, now, now that, NFTs. Where the real world, or the real world, where people actually live, is the world of where the NFTs are, and the actual mm. world, people are just sleeping like this and steady and just connected to a world like that. So the real world. It's not interesting at all. It's it's poverty. It's crowded. You know, that's that's yeah. It could be that that could happen. You never know. It's very it's very real. Well, I, yeah. Well, uh, I think there will be a fight for that balance, and, and and that's where I see the diversity of human humanity is as much as we strive for this new digital medium of getting rid of that old bureaucracy that is currencies and the levies and the the hassle of of trying to move your own assets, you know, from one place to another place, especially of where we are now, global citizens, you know, why be held back on those bureaucracies? And hence the 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 rise in cryptocurrencies and NFTs, you know, anywhere in the world, a digital creator should be able to uh, have the reap the benefits for their for their creativity, for their ownership. All well and good, and then at the same time, there's also a move for, you know, in introspection. Introspection. Let's rethink who you are as a human being. What's priorities in your life, and and not focus on material things and focus on you know family, love, uh, mm-hmm. health. So, I think there will be a, a, a bit of a divide initially, but once the that meeting happens, I think it'll be a mm-hmm. beautiful marriage of of. Uh, true globalization of then you get paid or you get rewarded for uh, you get duly rewarded for your work or your creativity uh, whether it's in the real world or in digitally mm. yeah uh, look yeah like you said there will be that conflict there will be that conflict where uh, the, the world on this side sort of splitting towards um, um, more digital stuff like nft and of course this mm. side where people prefer the de, uh, the disconnection. So mm. the war here, not not really war, it is a an ideological 
split, an ideological <laughs> split, I should say, yes. between the yes. decentralized and the disconnected. Mm. Yes. Okay. Well, that's a good point to end on. Exactly. Unless you want to add anything else. I'm thinking in the future, this talk will become an NFT. <laughs> One day we hope so. One day we hope Let's so. Let's do that. Let's hope so. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this is the NFT chat about NFTs. Whether NFT is good or not, that will someday be sold as NFT. Yes. In fact, there should be a NFT dad joke. A dad, a dad joke that becomes the first NFT. The first NFT dad joke. Anyway, let's end on that note. I think it was a great chat. Over and out. Out. Cheers. Good night. <laughs>